Welcome to Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola Mom Collective podcast. Whether you're a new mom tackling the newborn stage or a seasoned mom navigating the empty nest, you are welcome here. We are all moms navigating this journey together. We are here to make sure you know your seat at our table is welcomed. So while you finish laundry, go for a walk, or just grabbing your chair, join us as we are raising Pensacola together. Now, help me welcome your mom hosts, Casey Simpson, Jane Lauder, and Ann McDonald. wife and mom sometimes we have the challenge of deciding whether or not a career is something that we want to strive for for some of us we have struggles with deciding whether or not to um, postpone our career because we have children some of us have to make the decision to continue our career even though we want to stay at home with our littles and I think this is a really hard decision for a lot of women uh, myself included. When I had children, actually before I had children, I had this, I don't know, a fantasy idea of how life was going to be by the time I hit 30. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get married at 21, 22, and then I'm going to have my career and I'm going to do it for 10 years. And then I'm going to stay home with my children and everything's going to be so wonderful. I can tell you at almost 33 years old, I am a career mom. <laughs> That fantasy did not live out. And I really struggled with that, especially when my children were babies. I really, really struggled with that. For me, I had to really pray about it. I had to go, okay, God, either you're going to have to take this job away from me or you're going to make me love my job. And surprisingly enough, a year later, when I was looking through my prayer journal and stuff, I saw that and I was like, oh, dang. He answered that in a way I did not expect it. And I actually love my job. Um, And I did feel a little guilty about that. But I realized, you know what? I prayed about this and I love my job. And so I feel confident in saying that I'm good. I'm good being a working mom. And I know that is something that a lot of people, a lot of women struggle with. So I want to have this conversation with you all today because we all have different careers, different career paths, um, different experiences. And I'd love to hear what um, what your journey has looked like. So my journey started out in social work. And as I was doing that job, it really did hit me that that was not something I wanted to do and be a parent at the same time. So I ended up leaving that career and going into teaching and listening to my mother tell me, I told you so 5,000 times. Um, (laughs) But teaching really has been a career that has afforded me the time to really be a great mom to my kids. I feel like it's such a great career to have as a mom. It helps me understand, it helped me understand my child's development so much more. And it really helped me be there for them as they grew and transitioned through the years. However, to do that, I really had to put my dreams on hold. My, I had the dream of becoming a writer and an author and that all that took a back seat for many, many years as I raised my children. And so now that I am transitioning back into that career full time, I've published two books and I work for Indigo River Publishing Company as their acquisitions director. I am 
finally taking over and saying, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. Now that my kids are older, I feel like I can focus back on that. So definitely going through a change of life. Yeah, I think that's kind of part of it. You know, I, like you, Casey, had this whole thought process. I was going to move back to Pensacola and work with my dad and have kids and all the grandparents were going to show up at doors with meals and, and babysit, you know, and I fell off that horse real fast. Um, and, and I had so much guilt, you know, and so then I decided to stay home because I was struggling back and forth with that. And, you know, real talk, I still think I'm struggling with it because my kids are now 12 and eight and I wear these part-time hats that I love, that I'm passionate about. But a part of me is like, kind of want to go back to work full time. You know, what does that look like for my family? Um, And so I, I feel like as mothers, we go back and forth all the time with the guilt, with, you know, do I let someone else take care of my kids and I go back to work and have a nanny? Um, so real talk, this topic for me is still evolving. You know, I love that you were able to be a teacher and, and then now go follow your dreams of what that was. You know, sometimes I think I got a degree in psychology. Was that really what I wanted it in? Well, at the time, I just didn't want to go to college for another year. And I, you know, and I love it. I love people. I love connection. Um, But I oftentimes still worry I haven't figured that balance out. And I think as mothers, there are more of us that feel that way than don't. I think there's ones that are working that wish they weren't and would probably be amazing stay-at-home moms. Um, And then sometimes as a stay at home mom, I think my kids count on me far too much for everything, you know, and they certainly don't appreciate it. And so sometimes I wish I could just like, sorry, guys, I have to go in the other room. I'm still working, you know, or I can't pick you up. You have to go to aftercare. So taking on this new career and this new lifestyle, it definitely has doesn't come without a sacrifice. You know, I am not there picking them up from school and they're going with my mother and some days are a little bit later than others. And it's been hard because I think I'm still trying to juggle everything I had when I was a teacher, having that, you know, the day ends at three and then I'm doing all this stuff with my kids in the afternoon. I'm taking them to school, all that stuff. And I leave school at three and it's it's over, right? But now with this job that I'm in now, it's a 24-7 job. So sometimes I'm out there on the soccer field coaching my kids and I've got my boss texting me or an author calling me. And it's just like, it's not a job that takes time, takes a minute, you know, off. And so that has been a real big adjustment to me. And I do feel sometimes that I am being pulled in a lot of different directions. How do you set up boundaries for yourself, Anne, so that you don't go crazy? Because I feel like if that were me and I was had soccer, a soccer ball in one hand and my cell phone in the other hand trying to do two things, um, I would literally lose my mind. Well, luckily, I have a superpower called ADHD and it allows me to multitask. And so I set boundaries for myself and then I immediately break them. And so it's like I am not doing any work after three o'clock, because that's why I left teaching. So I could work while the kids were at school in this new job. And then once the kids got out of school, I would be able to devote to full time because I have actually been working both jobs 
for over nine months, I worked both full-time jobs. I would teach during the day and then I'd work at Indigo River starting at three all the way to six or seven o'clock at night. And so I was tandem working those jobs for a really long time. And that was like just insanity, right? So when I quit teaching and I decided to devote fully to Indigo River, I said, okay, well, I want to a part of this also is to have more time with my kids because I was losing all that time with them. So I created these boundaries for myself, immediately broke them uh, because it's kind of like real estate when a deal's on the line or when a client needs you or when you're trying to negotiate a contract, like that stuff doesn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And so, and a lot of times too, with authors, I'm my favorite time to read is at night. So then I'm sitting up late at night, reading some of the submissions and going through them. And it's just, that's the, I like to sit there in kind of my comfy space instead of having to like sit in the office and do that. And so it's just, it's a flexible job and I need to be better about probably setting my boundaries. (laughs) That would probably be helpful. But what's really great about this position is I love it. And so a lot of times when I am up late reading at night or I'm stepping away to like answer a call real quick, I really just kind of remind myself that I like Casey, how you said, like, you really do love this job. And so you just kind of make sacrifices to make it work. But I definitely need to start developing a better balance of. um, Yeah, and I do that on the weekends. That's been my like real boundary that I've kept, too, is I shut it off on the weekends because prior to I was doing a ton of work on the weekends to like make up for the fact that I was still teaching during the week. But now so now my weekends are my like shutdown moment where I'm really not going to I'm not going to open that email going to look at it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I was going to ask you, Casey, how do you balance it? Because when I do think about these things, just doing my part-time hats that I wear, sometimes that's a juggle for me. So what does your world look like? Oh man, my world has always looked like the corporate um 9 to 5. You know, that's that can be tough and easy. You know, those are kind of moments that you wonder is it better that you're nine to five and you can sit there and get it done? Or does that make it harder? Do you need to be on call on the soccer field? Yeah. Yeah. My, my job has always been that office job. Um, thankfully I've always worked in positions where it's been flexible. So I've worked seven to three before I've done 10 hour shifts and had like the four tens. So four days working 10 and the fifth day off. Um, and that's been helpful in seasons of life. Um, but it's, it's hard y'all. I want my children to be involved in extracurricular dance, gymnastics, sports, if they want or whatever. But with the time constraints, it's not always possible because they're really young and I don't want to be out so late with them because that just makes mornings insane and hard. And so there's, there's a lot of, um, it's like, I always feel like I'm putting a puzzle piece together, right? It's like, okay, what do I need to shift in order to make this work in this season? And I've also had to kind of compartmentalize seasons of my life too, just because everything is always changing. I think we are now out of that preschool toddler phase. My youngest is in kindergarten. And so because I will have a first grader and a third grader next year, it's like they're in elementary school. So they can do things together, kind of. Whereas before, right. it's like I had a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And the five-year-old has, you know, she can do more things. The three-year-old's like, what do we do with her? Um 
And so just trying to put everything together and balance work and balance them has always been hard for me because I don't want to ever jip my children because I'm working. Which is right. Spreadsheets and the planners and you have to be very organized. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. It probably helps the more organized. But so that leads me to wonder, like, I have mom guilt over certain things, but yours probably looks different, I would assume. Just being able to push some of this guilt about working has been a real struggle and a real challenge for me because um, I want to be there for my kids, but I also need to take care of myself. And then that also sounds selfish too. Right. It sounds selfish because I'm the same way. I never wanted to stay home with my kids. You know, when Warren was born and he was a baby, it was so hard to go back. He was so adorable and wonderful. And it is hard to kind of leave your when they're super young. But I was always very focused on going to work, having that routine, building a career. And it was just always something that I was going to do. I was never going to um staying and financially too, staying at home wasn't an option for me back then either. And I remember that that was pretty much the reason we didn't have a third kid. Cause if we had a third kid, then three kids in daycare is cost more than my salary per month. So mm-hmm. it would be, well, that's what I was going to say when I've looked into some, you know, full-time stuff as my kids have gotten older and then my husband sits down and crunches the numbers. Y'all it, I mean, I'm, literally bringing home a hundred dollars, you know, and that's, that's kind of insanity to me. And it, I guess it just makes me think about that. But also in turn, the mom guilt lives on both sides. So fair enough that everyone here, you included Casey, like wherever you're sitting in this parenting game, the mom guilt is on both sides. You know, I also am envious of those women that go to work and get rewarded for their hard work because no one says thank you at your house. You know, no one says, oh, what'd you make for dinner? Oh, that's so great. Thank you. You know, it's like, oh, chicken again. Or, you know, it, it's those kind of things. So I mean, if it makes you, have- you feel any better, I force my my family to say thank you. Like we sit down, <laughs> like, is everyone thankful for this dinner? I cooked it. Anybody going to say thank you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a whole, there was a whole thing that went viral of a mom. And every time the kids said they didn't like the meal, the next day, all that she made was rice, rice for breakfast, rice for lunch, rice for dinner. And I was like, I get it. Like every now and then that's what my, you know, that's sometimes what my day entails. What is, I got to pick up everyone's medicine. You know, my kids are like, what'd you do today? And my list is, I promise much longer than anyone else's in my house, but it's just, the things you were supposed to do. So then I think, well, how do these working moms get the things you were supposed to do also done? And do you ever have time for self-care? Like, how do you take care of yourself? You run at such a high octane. You really do. And that organization is such a key because it's like, I, I really have to think, okay, if these are the three errands I need to get done today, how can I make that? How can I do those errands efficiently? And can I get it done without the kids? Because that even makes it more efficient, you know? So it's like planning out my entire day to ensure that I get that stuff done and I get it done at just the right time. Because if I'm going to Publix to pick up 
you know, goldfish for the kids. And then all of a sudden I get home and I'm like, oh no, I forgot such and such for dinner. Now I'm going back out to the store. Like I have to be uber organized to make sure that I'm not missing anything. And balls do get dropped. And you're just like, well, that didn't get done. Sorry. Like <laughs> my kids have gotten very used to the mom. How are we out of gold? Goldfish is huge in our house, by the way. And we go through them very quickly. And they're like, we need more goldfish. I'm like, it's going to be a few days. I'm not going back to the store. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's true, right, Casey? I mean, I'm yeah. sure you feel the same. Yeah. I mean, my answer to your question was, <laughs> come to my house and you'll see that things are let go because we work full-time jobs, my husband and I. Um, it's almost like, we clean one massive area in the house and it's like the bedrooms are just like a hot mess express. And then I get into the bedrooms and the bathrooms and I deep clean it. And then the kitchen's just like a bomb went off and then everything just gets shoved in my office. And then I'm like, I, you know what? I'm just going to let it go because it doesn't matter. My kids are happy. They're fed. They have a roof over their head. They have clothes. They're I totally agree with you. I mean, like, it, the we call it like the the surface clean. Like I can get a surface clean done, but the real deep clean, like that never happens. And it builds up until finally I just can't take it. And I have to take like a Saturday or a Sunday to be like, okay, I'm going to put all the laundry up that has just been sitting on my dresser for a week because I just haven't had a chance to put it up. Um, so yeah, you just have to like, you prioritize some stuff and other stuff falls through the cracks. It's different for us. So with me being a teacher, there's the during the school year, I'm working full time, right? So Matt and I really kind of work as a solid team. We split stuff up. He does this, I do this, especially during soccer season. He's cooking dinners while I'm at soccer practice. So that when we get home, we can eat and then get ready for bed. And as he's getting the kids ready for bed, I'm cleaning the kitchen. So we've got this like really good, like working relationship at home where we're getting stuff done efficiently. And then summer hits. And I'm home, so I'm doing everything and I'm getting everything done. And August is always really hard for us because Matt kind of falls into that lull of, oh, Anne's going to do everything. Like, I just come home and relax. And then those first couple of weeks of school, it always ends with, you're not helping. Like, I'm back at work. Like, we need, I need that. I need you to, like, help me get all this stuff done. I'm drowning over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am balancing that. But I was also going to say, you know, they always... The tale goes, what happens when mom goes down with a sickness or a necessary surgery that we've put off forever and ever, you know, moms typically don't take care of themselves the most, um, or have a heart attack because they ignore the signs, but it's because we can't, it's because if we do the taking time bomb that we're living under is just going to go off because how's everything going to get done? And I also have a very helpful husband, but you know how many times he says, so what's on the calendar today? And I'm like, I don't know. We share the calendar. Like I literally don't think like he could make that happen. And it is not for lack of him not wanting to, or for lack of him not being super helpful because he also will cook if I'm running you know, kids, I just think it's kind of the way men are wired versus women. And they'll probably argue with me about that. But I just feel like it is so overpowering for moms and women in these phases of life to just feel like we can breathe. Yeah, it, it is hard. It is hard balancing 
all the things and a career and the guilt of whether or not you have a career and don't want that career or don't have that career and want that career. Um, and I just, so on that moment, I kind of want to circle back and ask you all, how do you think we can best support each other in our different phases of life right now with careers? Because um, I know, you know, Jane, you were mentioning the struggle of, you know, deciding oh, do I continue doing part-time? Do I have a career? I'm on the opposite end. I have a career and I'm like, oh, I wish I, (laughs) some days I wish I had a part-time job so that I could get all the quote unquote, get all the things done or be there, be more available for my kids at a drop of a hat. Um, Because I will say something that I kind of struggled in, especially early on and even still today is because I'm a working mom, I don't get to do the fun like, mom's day out or I don't get to um you know yes I would love a good lunch mom with brunch. yeah mom brunch where all this stay at home moms get together with their preschoolers like I I you know I always feel left out and I hate that honestly because it's not about me and it's fine like pe- friends can do their own thing but not being included in that little groupie when you're the only one in your stage of life, who is the career parent? Um, like, how do we support each other um, and make sure that we are being inclusive of our friends and their life phases and stages? Yeah, I think that's a question, you know, that I also, I feel this, but also would turn to you to say, what do you need? What do as a working mom, because I don't want to drag you out on a Saturday or Sunday because I know you're prepping for the week and trying to be with your family, but it's like, do you move the brunch to a Saturday? You know, like what do as women, what do we need from each other um, to give us that sense a group text, but then, you're, you know, then your phone's dinging all day and you're trying to get your work done. So I guess I pose the question back as like, as individuals, what do we each need? Like, I, I honestly, I just love a text. I love some words of affirmation. I love, you know, those are things that I'm not getting sometimes from my kids as a mom that I, I sometimes want to hear from my friends. Um, we had a PMC uh, contributor, Kara, who just recently started this little, um, it has now ended, but to see how people felt giving and receiving just little notes during the week, dropping it off at people's work. She tried to place people in the same area of town. Um, But I mean, one day I had like a real tiny little thing of flowers on my porch. So it was like, you're doing good. And I I happened to really need it that day. And it was like from your secret admirer. And I was like, that was probably really little. And I could actually do more of that you know, for my friends or my team or just this village of women that I see every day. Um, But each individual person is so different. So that might not be what you need, right? That might make you feel more left out or that might make you. So I guess I pose the question back to y'all is what do you need from your friends? Like, what do you need from your village to feel um, happy, to feel like you're, you're doing both worlds correctly? So a lot of times what I need is patience, patience to understand that I don't necessarily always have the time to connect with my friends, catch up with them, go to every event that I'm invited to. So sometimes it's just that patience. Like, I think I literally have like 
let me see. I think I have 60 text messages I have not read right now because this week has just been really, really busy for me. And so those, uh, you know, the Pensacola Moms text thread that we have going with where we're always talking about stuff. Sometimes I'm really active in that. And then sometimes it's like, I'm not even a part of it. And it's just my friends realizing like, okay, Anne's probably really busy right now because she's not responding or she's not participating in this. Cause I feel bad because I do have to prioritize my time a lot of the times. And I do have to say, I don't have time for this right now. I don't have time to really devote to that right now. And I always equate it back to this birthday. Sometimes like, sometimes I am like the best birthday person ever. I've like, I've got you a card. I've got you a gift. I've got you a balloon. I got you a cake. I'm like, happy birthday, my friend. I love you. And then other times I'm like, oh, it was your birthday yesterday. I missed that. Sorry. And then it's like, <laughs> and it's like, it just, it, sometimes it happens with my brothers too, where like one brother gets a great birthday from me and the other brother's like, did you even remember? I'm like, I'm sorry. It's not that I love you less. It is just that his birthday came at a time where I was just I didn't have a lot going on versus right now I'm, I'm drowning. I'm swamped and stuff. So sometimes for me, it's just friends recognizing if I'm not being as participant as I normally am with something, or if you feel I'm more participant in something than, than another thing, it really sometimes is just the phase of time that I'm in. Did I have the time to devote to that? And I am really bad about overextending myself saying yes to things. And then not realizing that they're all happening at the same time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, they're like, okay, so now it's time for this. Anne. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll get that done. And then the other group, okay, now it's time for this. And I'm like, oh, I don't have time for any of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I overstated myself. So Anne needs grace and patience. Yes. <laughs> Casey, what do you need? You know, thinking through this, I think I just need people to not assume. Um, I think because I have always worked a corporate type of job, people assume like, oh, you don't have time for me. It's like, well, no, I can make time for the things I want to make time for. And so because um, I've I've gotten that before, like, oh, we just we we didn't think you'd make, be able to make whatever event because you work. And I'm like, but I have PTO and that's what that's used for or I can flex my hours and so I would say um, and I think you know I think a lot of career moms would probably agree because I've had conversations about this before um, you know just ask um, don't assume because you know sometimes we just want we just want an hour out of the office or in, in 90 minutes we can take a we can flex our lunch sometimes um, meet you in town for a quick bite to eat or maybe coffee or drinks or something after work. Um, but sometimes we need that, uh, that, that thing to look forward to. Um, and, and it's just nice. Um, so I would just say like, don't assume um, that that would be, that would be my biggest, my biggest thing that I would share. So Casey, yeah. that's my tra transition right now because teaching you can't leave the school you can't go to lunch you can't flex your time like it is a very standard you are there seven to three right so now with my new job I can go to lunch I can go to brunch and then just go into work a little bit later but I'm learning that all of my friends our teachers are are friends that have jobs that they can't leave. So now I'm like reaching out to other friends. Some of them stay at home moms and being like, Hey, are you doing, you doing a brunch today? You doing a lunch? Can I come? Like I'm available now. I've never been available, but now I'm available. 
Yeah. So don't, I mean, also that's a reminder, like, don't forget to put it out there. You know, we don't always want to assume, but if I know that you can do lunches every now and then, you know, I have a friend that's a judge and she wasn't allowed to leave for a long time. And so I was on like, I'm like, okay, when can you do lunch? Okay. Well, in, in May of 2023, I have this week that I don't work through lunch. Okay, cool. And then we put that lunch on the calendar, you know? And so I always tell my husband, cause he's a habitual work through lunch, won't get up. Um, and then he feels like he hasn't connected with his group of guy friends. And I'm like, two days a week, one day a week, like, that's why you have lunch, get up, get out of the office, schedule it with a different friend each week and make that your one time. And then you feel like you have that connection, which gives you that sense of balance. I don't think it's necessarily going to fix this whole work-life balance, stay at home, you know, versus not. But I do think it gives you a sense of, you know, connecting with people when oftentimes you just don't have room for that in your bubble or it's going to pop. The other day, I really, I found myself at my office by myself and it just was a day where nobody was really else in the office. And I was like, I want to go to lunch. And I start texting a couple of friends. Nobody's available last minute. So then I, sorry, husband, you were not the first choice. <laughs> but so, then all of a sudden I text Matt and I'm like, Hey, lunch. And he's like, yeah, tell me where to meet you. And I was like, it was just so nice connecting and just having a lunch together. And I was like, okay, we're going to have to do this more often because as moms, that is kind of our time that we can get together with somebody and not have to worry about the kids. Cause if you're, if we're doing a dinner or we're doing something on Saturday and Sunday, we've got to manage, okay, well, who's watching the kids, who's taking care of them. If I'm not there for dinner, that means my husband has to cook dinner and do bedtime by himself and I know that that's a lot because I've done that by myself before. So I hate to put that on him so I can go out. So it's that kind of stuff. Those, those, when the kids are at school, those are those hours where it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's easier for us, honestly, to kind of step away and we should step away from work because I think that that helps with that work-life balance. Yeah. Yeah. Purposeful connection, I think is key here. Well, to wrap up our episode today, I think we have a mom hack. So what mom hack are we sharing today? So I would say a great mom hack for this episode would be to block off some time for yourself, whether that's daily or whether that's, you know, a bulk time on Sunday. But as a working mom or stay at home mom, like take a second every day to just take a break take a breather, take some downtime. Well, that wraps up our episode for today and we will see you next time. Bye everybody. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to Raising Pensacola, a Pensacola Mom Collective podcast. Make sure you follow Raising Pensacola and Pensacola Mom Collective on Instagram and Facebook. If you like the episode, give us a like, review, and let's keep the conversation going. Let us know what you want to talk about.